0: And we are live. Live. Squadcast. Squad. Squad.
1: Live action. Episode 8.
0: Ocho. What up, fellas? Nothing, man. How you guys doing?
1: I feel like the standard has been set rather high for edutainment (laughs) on the squadcast. Hopefully
0: we can match it. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm bummed out today. You're bummed out? Yeah.
1: It's a rough day, man. I'm not I'm not even trying to overstate it, it's a rough day. I hear you. Go on. I, it's like I just I remember being seventeen years old and uh coming across uh back in the day you and I would just sort of experiment randomly with music. Right. Of course. We'd go out and we'd try to find new hip hop stuff we hadn't heard of. We'd try to do like the I think we'd referred to this earlier, right? But you do like the degrees of separation between the producers you like, artists you like even down to like record labels and where things were recorded right yep. studios and, yeah and we came across a a teenage duo from queens um that like was uh affiliated with with Nas, who at that point was undoubtedly the greatest mc in the world and uh there, there was a, a seminal album th- that they created that we you know, purchase not expecting necessarily much, right? Like, you hear a single here and there on on, yeah. clue, on a Clue tape or whatever that we'd get from Rainbow Records in Atlantic City. And, uh, you know, it's funny because, like, in the, at the time, you never realize, like, how like how much, like, you know, watching a specific film or reading a book or listening to a, a, an album might, like, impact your life. Um, you certainly don't know it in the moment until then you, like, have the luxury of hindsight and it's like uh so like uh, yesterday at the age of 42 prodigy passed away
0: half of mob deep half of mob deep know. yeah and, and uh, if you don't know that i don't know why you're listening to. Us, that's right, right. that's <laughs> right
1: sure. um but, but just, you're gonna
0: learn something new then so for sure yeah.
1: and i was saying today like that i really think and this is not an exaggeration that since i got that album 22 years ago probably two days hadn't gone by in a row that i hadn't heard prodigy's voice Yep. Like, every time I train, yeah. you know, or drive or write, I listen to music. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's just back to degrees of separation, the degrees of separation between, like, anything I'm listening to and an artist that has performed with Prodigy or just finding my way back to the infamous. Like, you yeah. know... Um, like, I think about, like, when Alexander Chang handed me uh, the Omatic tape when we were out at the Arnold this past year. Yeah. Right? And, like, what a huge deal that was to me. And it was funny because, like, he had handed that to me. And it was, like, in one way, it was, like, a relic of my youth. But at the same time, like, I had listened to it while I was lifting, like, the week prior. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the infamous is very much like that. Like, I always come back to it. you know there's certain music that i just always come back to i always find my way back to no matter how current what i'm listening to is i always find my way back to to certain albums and the infamous is absolutely one of them like maybe my favorite album ever xxl posted a tweet yesterday uh saying um, i'll find the exact words you guys you guys can go on you guys can go on with with your thoughts but i'm gonna find that exact tweet so i can read it to you guys
0: well yeah i would just say that there's maybe like a dozen hip-hop albums that are f- perfect all time, and uh, the infamous is definitely one of them. I mean, like the peaks and valleys, the ebbs and flows, the the track listing, the the uh, the transitions between them, the skits, the you know, the seriousness with which it takes itself, you know
1: deadly serious.
0: It's very serious, it's very weighty, it's very heavy, it's very it's dark. It's angry. It's it's not like DMX dark, like uh, like horror dark. You know no. what I mean? Like it's like human condition dark. You know, it's, it's, desperation. Thought
2: provoking dark. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I remember um, I was telling Greg two days ago I was training because sometimes you just like you said you just put on Mob Deep to get in that mood. You know. Yeah. Get in that dig deep, fucking hit the weights hard type of mood with the hard hitting beats, and it's just it's a sad it's a sad day it's it really is. I remember you know going on the bus dressed up in a suit and basketball in high school, just listening to that, yeah, and I'm sure you guys you know would listen to them further back in your youth, yeah, for me is a little bit
1: well, the last squadcast we were talking about um being at five star camp summer in ninety five yeah was yeah. listening to that tape in the yeah. bunk it's, uh, we were yeah. literally talking about that um. There was two. All right. There was two prodigy references in the last squadcast. I was talking about listening to Mob Deep in mm-hmm. the bunk at Five Star Camp, right. and Sko was referencing Black Thought uh, having live performances where he brings out various artists, and I believe yeah, yeah, you referred yeah, yeah, to yeah. Mo- him bringing out Mob Deep. Yep. And it's yep. just like, like, so that's like how consistently relevant they are, just like in our yeah. lives day to day.
3: Yeah,
0: and you know, I was saying earlier to you guys, I was su- I'm surprised by how widely it's being reported, but he was definitely a voice that was kind of uh, interwoven into the fabric of the entire genre.
1: Yeah, oh, very much so. Very you much know? so. And I, I said, like, you know, um at some of the surprise uh with regard to like how you just see like every other post on social media was about it and it's like it was almost like prince yeah right Mm -hmm. and like that's not an exaggeration Like, like that's a good example and you know like prince like uh you know prince was i mean i had prince records vinyl when i was like six years old but but that's a little that's a little weird i know um because like in theory right like Peak Prince, we were a little young for Peak Prince. Right. A little bit. Yeah. Just in terms of, I mean, I still yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. him. I still listen to him, but Purple Rain. You'd be
0: aware of it as a kid, but Right, but
1: Purple Rain and the stuff prior, yeah. like, which I listened to, most right. of my peers probably didn't yet, yeah. and like, you know, whatever, right? So, like, um, I would think, like, somebody who was 10 years older than us, like, pr- losing Prince hit them hard, uh, yeah. like, devastating, right? Yeah. Um, so like but like prodigy was like sort of like uh you know mob deep and you know all their contemporaries were sort of like that for us and um so you were sort of like pointing out uh about how um you know taken aback you were by the response and you know you're right i was too um but then i got to thinking about it right and like i I often reference about like um like you and i were listening to hip-hop you know as very very young men Mm -hmm. and um but like when I remember when I arrived at Holy Spirit High School in Appsecon, New Jersey, um, I felt like there was me and a handful of other white oh, yeah. kids, uh, other white kids in the whole school that listened to hip hop. Oh, yeah, right. But then by the time we graduated high school, everybody it definitely to like hip-hop.
0: turned the corner and just exploded. Yes. yes. From like ninety four, ninety five yeah. to ninety seven, like in that three year span. Yep. It went from. A small niche kind of thing to like, it was part and parcel. Yep. It was like 50% of the voice
1: of the youth. Yep. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, you either it, like a Nirvana guy yeah. or like a Snoop guy. And the tra- and it, there yeah. was crossover. And oh it, yeah, yeah, and, no. it, and it transcended race and it right. transcended class absolutely. and it transcended like racists listen to hip hop. Oh, very much so, sure. I got, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, like almost, you know, yeah, yeah. Like eighty percent of racists that yeah, I knew yeah. when I was fifteen <laughs> yeah, yeah. listened to rap music. Yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> it was just like, well, I'm a racist, but I'm also fifteen. But 15. this shit's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I got it. This is my, this is our music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course funny how that happened like and just to see that, that yeah that sea change
1: and so like That's you're talking about change. like i remember how important like the fugees were oh, yeah for making hip-hop accessible to yeah. people right and there's obvious albums there's the chronic there's doggy style there's 36 chambers there's biggie ready yeah. to die yeah um there's Nazomatic, there's a few others and um i think like the sleeper among that group was the infamous absolutely mm-hmm. and it was for like it was for somebody who who dipped their toe in, and and it was for diehards like us. Yeah. And there was somebody who dipped their toe in and was like, "Oh wow, I really kind of like this stuff." What else is there? Yeah. And they were able to go one layer deeper, and then they discovered what was and an it's like absolute like c- jewel of an so album.
0: like cinematic and raw. Yep, and was like seeing an like an intense movie. Yep, like I said, that like takes itself serious. Like yes. the infamous is like an Oscar worthy. Yes, you know yeah, what I mean? like yep. they should they should be. Showing that in, like, schools. Oh, for sure. Or, you know, or, or not showing. Play. You know what I mean? Playing it yeah, in schools.
1: Yeah. I, uh,
0: University, studying it.
1: And Prodigy's
2: voice, man, is just one of those unique sounds that yeah, is yeah. never going to go away. Yeah. It's not. There
0: was something to the way, like, especially back in that era, like, a combination of, like, hitting the track running, having a chip on his shoulder, being... Justifiably upset, right? D- uh, desperate, all of like the kind of things that, like, no matter w- what race you are or where you're from, when you're like 15 or 16, it's like that's kind of how you feel about the world.
1: And it was palpable in his voice. Yes, you know, and yeah. in the product, in Havoc's production, and Havoc's lyrics, which are way underrated when yep. when compared to Prodigy, but in the production of it, and it was just all uh, it felt so real. And remember, he was 19.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, so much of it back old, then was yeah. like it had to come from someone that young. Yeah, yeah. Because it was such a groundbreaking, young, yeah. youthful art form. Yeah. It was like, you know, the the 35-year-old guy on his fifth album wasn't going right. to go into these uncharted waters. He had people come in and, like, break rules because right. they didn't even know there were rules. right? Like the RZA, I, yeah. you know, not to get too off track, but I was yeah. this, RZA recorded the snare for, um... For, um... Uh, Jesus Christ. I'm gonna totally blank no, right no, now. That's okay. for protect your neck, I okay. think it was? Yeah. In a stairwell. Wow. Right? Yeah. Like just totally fucking right, around sure, and experimenting sure, stuff right. like in a stairwell in Staten Island. Right, right. He you know, he recorded the snare for like right, one of the right, big right. songs. Right. So, you know, um that kind of outside the box
1: Oh very much so
0: defined convention kind of thing.
1: Well, I'll, I'll go. That I'll,
0: attitude was it was on the infamous. I'm
1: going to build on that, but I, so so this is just an example. Like I was, you know, looking through Twitter yesterday, just seeing like all the crazy feedback, and you know, I'm sure I'm sure there are a lot of mainstream, more mainstream examples of this sort of rhetoric, um, but uh, but one that I found yesterday, uh, like for example, like somebody sent me yesterday uh, last night, like a a very sort of dynamic. Big, broad New York Times obituary of of Prodigy. as so like a tribute wow. to, to Prodigy in the New That's York cool. Times, and it was like yeah. it showed what stature the guy had. It was on the CNN uh, ticker on the bottom yeah. of the screen and stuff. Big deal, right? But anyway, so like I'm sure like Rolling Stone and other like Spin and some of the more mainstream music outlets, you had something similar. But XXL just posted this on on Twitter, and it said. Uh, it was a picture of the album cover, and it said, "This is a perfect album, one of the greatest pieces of music ever recorded." Thank you, Prodigy. And like, I don't think that's hyperbole. <laughs> no, it's not. If you can, cons- if you consider it in, in its era, in its genre, and um, in the impact it had.
0: Yeah, I hope that like somebody who's never heard it could put it on, and get that. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like Like since then, things kind of became a caricature of right. it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, who hasn't heard a rap song about ruthlessness or right. fucking? You know what I right. mean? Like, not giving a fuck, killing somebody, money, hoes, and clothes. Yeah, all, you know, to the point where it's like.
1: Right, right. Well, where you know, it's, I don't know, it's like, like the a
0: prerequisite.
1: Cried wolf, right? <laughs> yeah, it, that's not it. But it's like I know, you know what you mean. Right? though. you
0: get you get desensitized yeah, to it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it it's it's less powerful it after you. Anymore?
1: Right. right,
0: and so. You know, hopefully someone who hasn't been hit with all those rounds right. can can check it out and understand that this was like the the epicenter of everything that's wrong with the world, crying out right. to the rest of the world. Right. And just kinda of saying, like, this is what's happening here. This is how fucked up the system is, this is how how Im- imbalanced the scales of justice are. Right. And this is like the mentality that comes out of that. Right. And uh with a soul to it
3: yeah very you know much it so. was
0: not it was before it was like oh this is what i say to market stuff and sell records right right very much like so. there was no awareness of the fact that it would be popular or that it would record. be marketable yeah it was right. it was more like a diary right yeah right, right exactly
1: yeah and, and you were saying about um rizza and like where ignorance is bliss and you, you don't know right. that there are any rules so nothing holds you back right yeah. and it's like um you know there's stories about um q-tip from tribe called quest like coming on as an executive producer of the album in its very earliest stages because havoc had like created the other these, half of my deep havoc. had created right who was doing the the production on the back end of this music had created these incredible you know instrumentals and these beats for for them to rhyme to and like had done so in like the most like uh, simple like rugged uh rudimentary fashion possible right yep. where it's like uh like like you might record from tape deck to tape deck and yep. stuff like that to, to create these samples or, you know, um, just like have a record playing in the room and be recording it on a tape deck. And, you know, and this is like how he was creating these samples, like it really like in a in a utilitarian sort of fashion. Uh, figure out how to make it work genius sort of way right oh absolutely yeah um but then we q-tip heard it and realized like how much polishing it was going to need to ever actually be like released as a record and all the concerns about sampling music and getting the clearances and that sort of stuff and like how like it took some guidance to you know to land the plane yeah um and he came in and like re-engineered that album and like from top to bottom like saw it through and it's like it's crazy because you think of like how different uh, you know Tribe is to when compared to to Mobb Deep, like how um, there's so much uh, you know there's a decent amount of space in between like sort of the the vibes of those two sort absolutely of, sort of uh, those two like you know iconic uh, hip hop groups, but at the same time there's uh, there's uh, this layer of crossover where um, Q Tip was able to see the genius in this raw thing, you yeah. know what I mean. Yep. And and felt felt a need to to intervene to help bring it to life.
0: Yeah, speaking of samples, it's like a long running claim that I'm sure you've heard before, but that Shook One's is the most sampled, vocally sampled hip hop song of all time. That if you take like wow. almost every word that Prodigy says in that song right. has been sampled mm, wow. in a different song. you interpolated or used in a refrain a hook an intro yeah yeah. Yeah. uh, that like literally every word from his verse has appeared in another song so like when you think about like the tree of life and giving breath to other things it's like the god it's like dialogue it's like quotables from a godfather movie you know what i mean that kind of
1: thing wow or shakespeare yeah right yeah
0: no, exactly wow exactly.
1: well it's like because I, I always think of like stuff that's sampled to, to death where like a lot of people don't realize right but like uh, black moon enter the stage oh yeah right absolutely and the that's D O C. One and the dc yeah uh no one no one can do it better is the name of the album right yeah um how those albums are like so sampled right yeah um but you're absolutely right like that album in general but shook ones and so many prodigies verses on that album yeah they appear all over the place it's true uh, premiere Premier, it feels like Premier probably of course, scratched every yeah. single every, phrase every, on that album. <laughs> every cough for somebody else, yeah,
0: um, not that I know a lot about his life story, yeah. but one of the, you know, little nuggets pop up. Well, first of all, if you don't know, he had sickle cell right, and they they don't know if that's the cause of death. right. But so what is sickle cell? Do you even know what sickle cell is?
1: I don't know really what sickle cell anemia is i know uh that uh i think it's prevalent in the african-american community
0: right
1: mm-hmm. um like uh it's a blood disorder Yep. but beyond that i, I couldn't tell you anything about yeah, it. yeah now
0: i've heard about it a million times over the years Right. a lot of times in the context of him having it
1: right sure yeah of course
0: um not that i've exhaustively researched this yeah. but uh i believe it deprives the blood. And cells of oxygen. Yeah, okay. And so it's like your body screaming. Right. And so since he was born as a little baby, as wow. a kid, wow. it would be like having a just a full body screaming in agony moment. Wow. That could pop up at any moment. Wow. And so he, as a result of having that condition, said that he lived his life going from extreme pleasure to extreme pain. Wow that he would hurt so bad that right. he would have to do drugs, that he'd go from getting so high right. to being so much pain or right. so drunk to be in so much pain or, uh, fighting or whatever. Right. It's like a kid trying to learn to balance it. And that later in his life, um, he learned it really forced him to take care of himself more right. That like he went. That was sure. like his initial attempt was like, sure. that's how he tried to combat it. But later in his life, um, his pain and his suffering kind of forced himself to become self-aware and to think about every little thing. And you think about it like when you're sick. You're, sure. You know, I was, I'm sure I think I talked about it in like one of the first episodes, yeah, yeah. the last six months, where I'm like, oh, is my, am I sick because uh, I had eggs or because right. I had this or because right, I had sure. that? And you try to like troubleshoot what it is that's bothering you. It got to a point where um, he literally was like putting every – Variable of his life under a microscope, he said his sickness made him a great businessman. Wow, because hmm. it forced him to be self aware and like take stock of wow. what he was doing at all times. Wow, and he stopped partying as he got older. Now, right. the life expectancy of somebody who's sickle cell is 40 to 60. Wow, so it can cause yeah. a stroke, it can do a lot of things. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so that's apparently how it and it definitely. Had a lot to do with uh,
1: his art. Well, that's what I was going to say. You, yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if you think about, you know, um, the toll that being in pain like that <clears throat> puts yep. a person under, um, and what kind of impact that would have on an artist, it's got to be profound. I mean, I mean, there time. is there is no art without pain. Right. No, course. I I don't think so. And certainly, no great art without pain.
0: Yeah. I mean, nobody is out there whose life is perfect is making anything that uh
1: is going to impact people.
0: Yeah, it's resonating.
1: Right. I uh, so
0: that's um, hip hop history this week, guys. Man,
1: you know it's like I will not apologize for that. No, I'll just <laughs> I'll be listening to basically just Mob Deep for a while. Go put on Shook
0: Ones Part Two if you ha- yeah. It's not from Eight Mile. It existed yeah, not, before yes, then. It existed long before You've them, But sh- you know what, Those
1: shout to Eminem though because no, but, that because yeah. the songs included on that soundtrack are ridiculous classics that deserve yeah. that deserved someone with the vision and appreciation of hip hop <laughs> to uh underline it you know and uh highlight it for the rest of the world to see and appreciate so you know if it took that movie um for people to become aware of that song or um is it onyx there's an onyx song last days i believe uh Farsight passing me by like some of the great songs ever absolutely Um, so shout out to eminem for for actually what we're gonna do
0: is we're gonna try to give you a minute of prodigy here and hopefully itunes won't flag us
1: we can, we can We're going to give not.
0: this float our little trial balloon
2: here. You know what we should give we'll them? See what happens. What's that, uh, that piano riff that goes into
1: the show? Oh, Herbie ones? Hancock. The the Herbie Hancock oh, sample. There you go. Dude, yeah. that the is. The Herbie Hancock sample, yeah. All right,
0: well, we're, we're going to hit you with a little bit of some Prodigy, and we'll be right back with the
3: Squadcast.
2: Such things halfway and that guns. There's numerous ways you choose shot down
3: Cowardly up shook
0: And we are back as Prodigy and Mob Deep.
1: Yeah, the, the Prodigy stuff is just, uh, it's been like, uh, in my thoughts constantly for the past day. Uh, their, their music always is, so, you know, what the hell's another day, but, uh, you know, obviously, um, to a greater, uh, intensity because of, uh, Prodigy's passing, but, um, like, I, I always, like, one of the most inspiring aspects of life to me, um, especially, like, uh, the creative pursuits, um, really anything, I mean, creative pursuits could even relate to, like, the gym, um, in terms of, uh, just trying to build something, make something better, right, um, create something from scratch or whatever right um i love like learning about the process of stuff that i really enjoy like right. and it really it you know it applies to film it'll sometime apply to to you know a writer in his process or whatever but um or a painter or whatever but like it, music is like one of the places that i i love to hear the backstory behind like the great albums the albums that i really love like hearing what went into them and uh, just in terms of process right um when um Kanye made my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy, uh, which I think he believes is, like, his best work or a perfect work or whatever, and that's debatable, but I I, I do love that album. Um, When he made that, um, like, he brought all of his favorite, because he's kind of he can do it, right? He brought, like, all of his favorite producers and artists to Hawaii at various intervals, and they would, like, live on this compound and then record in the studio at various times and they would play ball together and lift together and whatever and then go record in the studio for like eight hours. And there's like, kind of like when they talk about Quincy Jones recording Thriller, like there was eight different studios going at once and he's running in and out of different studios and you have like all these crazy musicians in one room and then, you know, engineers in another room and then, you know uh Rick Ross is rapping in another room and it's like all this stuff's going on simultaneously, yeah. right? And Rizzo was there and Pete Rock was there and all these Common and just all these you know incredible luminaries um and Havoc was there from Outdeep. But but like Crazy. one thing they talk about like with Kanye's process is that like he would like have these just thoughts and instead of just saying them out loud, he would print them out on pieces of paper and put them up on the wall. And there's basically like a mo- like a mosaic on the wall of just like white eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper with like different thoughts or phrases or whatever. And the one that stuck with me that blew my fucking mind was that like in the middle of this mosaic, the one said, what would mob deep do? Yeah. So you think about like, uh, I don't know. You just think about like, it's like an incredible artist like that. Um, making this really big thing on a grand scale, like in Hawaii, Right, it's like, crazy.
0: and that's one of his commandment, like yeah. his rules of engagement. Yes,
1: one of his rules of engagement was what would Mob Deep do? Yeah. And I was like, man, that's incredible. That like, that's influence. Nice, that's influence. And that's like, if you think about like the humble beginnings of Mob Deep and the infamous and that sort of thing, and how that um, still had that lasting impact, say twenty years later, um, to somebody working on something on that grand of scale is pretty crazy.
0: It's a, it's a, good, let's try that for the next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. See, see where we get to, see <laughs> yep. where we
0: get to. Things yep. might not work out so well when, <laughs> when applying that to the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then again, you never know. Yeah. Could be worse. For sure. Speaking of, could be worse. I saw you limping. I got a limp I see gun. a little limp going? It's day, uh, day four or five of the limp. Okay. Oof. Um, no, it's not an injury, it's soreness. Nice. I did a wheels workout on hey. Saturday. Ooh
2: what does that consist of uh weights
0: weights so uh heavy leg press which uh in hindsight (laughs) probably should have done a little less of uh a couple less pies sure it was you know i was doing it as if uh i was in like month three of training with greg circa
1: like oh eight you have strong legs though
0: I do have strong legs. Naturally strong legs. No leg press for me. I feel like I had more confidence with that. Right. It doesn't involve balance.
1: Like a squat would.
0: Yeah. Right. So, um, got up pretty heavy. Nice. In my opinion, and uh, I'm feeling it. Nice. Then I did. A, I got a hack squat, going.
1: Nice. Which was uh, not too heavy. They can be brutal. I can't think. Not of, I, too heavy. Oh.
0: That my and, and you know what I felt like my knee a little bit during it. Sure. And, it, it, like, on the outside of my knee, and uh, it alarmed me, so I did not go too heavy with right. that. Because it, it literally felt like, oh, if I throw another pie on, right. it's going to snap. Right.
1: And I don't want that, so. <laughs> throw another pie on there. You know, it's funny, uh, because um, you know about that feeling in your knee. And I think everybody's had it at one point or another. And you're like, yeah, I'll just do one more rep. And that, it's yeah, like, you know, like, I, I, it's a fine line that you don't. Well, you'll
0: see this. Yes. Uh, this, that's That would describe my week, so. Um, then everything from extensions, curl, you know, full leg workout. I probably did like eight exercises. I'm not doing like, I mean, calves, everything. I'm not doing, you know. Wasted. I'm not splitting it into two days. I'm
1: not, you know, it was like two hours in the gym. Wasted from the waist down. Dermalone, I can see him cringing. No,
2: it's because every time I think of like leg presses uh, or hack squats, I think of the video where the lady has so many plates on there and she just, locks her legs out and they hyperextend. Oh see I and it's disgusting uh, and it always goes through my okay
1: head. first of all I thought you were just talking about the fact that your knees banged up. <laughs> yeah, your knees banged, my my knee up, so banged up so like just the thought of hack squats makes you uncomfortable. <laughs>
2: yeah well that well that too but still I just I don't know that's burned in my memory. Alright well
1: for the record do you know why so few of those things are burned in my, my memory? Because oh. I will not watch injury videos. Ever. I do
0: not like that shit. I can't I watch not, like, I
1: will not my friend my friend Brandon Lilly hurt himself really bad years back. Yeah I've never se- I've never seen it i uh you know uh i i couldn't bring myself to watch that i the what the, what that dude went through at that moment uh was you know basically his knees giving out under yeah. 800 plus brutal. pounds brutal. It was absolutely brutal and you know like I you know the shit. stuff i've never seen the joe theisman injury no dude i remember uh, the kid on louisville a couple years back uh, yeah, you know no, stuff. Cannot, that so, stuff though. i, I won't watch are. i know you i know
0: break <laughs> I didn't break my leg like Joe Tyson.
1: No, no. Okay. I, I know, but this is horrific, though. But
0: the, the sound of it in my head was so loud. So, live in Queens, and a huge blizzard was coming, like, they're talking like three feet. And you can't even, you can't exist in my neighborhood if there's three feet of snow. Like, you can't go to the store. You can't leave the building. There's no, ice, there's ice. nowhere to put it, right? Yeah. So, uh, me and a couple of my buddies were like, let's get the hell out of here. We'll go crash at our buddy's house, like in Long Island, where it's like, you know, a, uh, you can get on a four wheel drive car and like drive around and exist. And it's like midnight and the blizzard stopped. And there's like, you know, two and a half feet of snow. My buddy lived on a golf course. Mm. So we're like, let's go. We're like, kind of had a couple drinks, whatever. Let's go. We're going to go fuck. I'm like 23, 25, something like that. And uh, jump off a hill.
2: Oh, no, you told me about yeah, this. Yeah,
0: jump off a hill and didn't realize that underneath the snow of the hill were steps. So my foot planted like a javelin, or like a pole vault, and I just heard it snap. Ugh. And then, I'm not, long story short, that's I can hear that sound in my head. And since then, I've not been able to... I want no part of it. I don't want to see it. It's so bad, like, if something like that's happening on TV, I don't just turn my head... I turn my head and I cover my wife's eyes because <laughs> I don't want her to see. Yeah. And she's like, why are yeah. you? Yeah. She's, yeah. like, I didn't, she's like, I didn't say anything. I I'm right. like, no, you can't see. That. Like, yeah, yeah. This cannot be seen by human eyes, my presence.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. you know, there's superstition involved, uh, and, uh you know, oh. it's like, it's a bit of a stretch, right? But it's like, you know, um. So, like, you know, the idea, like, I, I explained to you guys, right, about, like, protecting your cypher, right? And, like, the reason over the time that, like, I won't listen to bad music or I won't watch, like, meme videos or I won't watch TV shows or movies that I think are bad be- is because, like, I feel like I'm going to contaminate my mind with stuff that sucks. Oh. And then eventually... you to make <laughs> Eventually, by <laughs> extension, I will suck. Uh, just as, like, if you only ate Twinkies. Right. You eventually you're Twinkie. gonna look like a Twinkie, right? So like if my brain only consumes Twinkies, eventually it's only gonna be able to make Twinkies. That's how they right? got the
2: mascot turned to a Twinkie.
1: Well, so anyway, um maybe, possibly you might be right there, bone, But yeah, so anyway, right along those lines, um, like I feel like if I don't let that imagery into my mind of of yeah. extreme injury, then somehow, you know, you are be you something you to that. I I don't know if there is, it's definitely a, like a weirdo superstition, but
0: so, yeah, long story short, I hit the uh, hit the wheels as hard as I could. I set, I knew, like, based on my schedule, I'm like, all right, I'm going to be able to not move the next day because I know I w- there's just no way. And uh, I'm still uh, – that was Saturday, and it's I'm Wednesday. And I'll say I'm that still
1: the best – like, a great indicator of leg soreness is if you're – like le- leg soreness or sore. the efficacy of a leg workout, hardcore leg workouts. If your glutes are sore, if your so, butt's sore, yeah. If you right? go down to take a poop, yeah, or yeah, squat, yeah, yeah. Oh if yeah. it's God. sore, if it's sore it back you're there, means you get in depth, right? If yeah. you, th- so that means right. So like you know, your thighs and your quads should be sore, your calves should be sore, whatever. But if if uh, if your glutes are sore like and you were right going in a range of motion you were in the bucket on whatever you're doing and then beyond that right that like you were you had to like recruit the extra strength from your glutes because like there's a lot of explosive strength there yeah like if you were you know when it comes to jumping or you know moving quickly uh you know like when you when a, a sprinter is you know coming Gluteus out of the blocks that's yeah. it's huge for that so like if you're like really kind of digging deep and like handling serious weight your glutes have to get involved so like if if your butt's sore, then you know, like, oh, man, I, am, I uh, blasted it. I, blasted I am.
0: It. couldn't be more sore.
1: Wasted from the waist couldn't down.
0: Couldn't be more comprehensively sore. And I think I took that soreness into my workout on Monday. And in the middle of the first, I, I know it's legs, so it's like it shouldn't be a factor. Pulled something in my shoulder. First set. One oh day. man. Like couldn't court.
1: even turn my head. Oh fucking worst. I've the been shoulder. there. You yeah. see me. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The what? shoulder knot. It just yeah. like Finish I'm shoulder. a little
0: so but then I, I so I was like, "All right, I was doing a shoulder workout, first set that happened. I tried to get through that set and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And my legs are hammered. I'm right. so sore in the legs. I'm like, "I can't do cardio for days." Right, right, right. So I did a work arm workout without being able to turn my head. Mm. And I, it didn't feel, didn't feel good. Oh,
1: well, you know, it's funny. I was,
0: it felt so half-assed, even though I did like a lot of what I would normally do, I just left the gym not feeling good.
1: Well, just like your abs are involved in everything, yeah. even when you don't realize it, like, it's crazy how like hard it is to do a curl and not that your your neck isn't super oh, yeah, tense yeah. the whole time. You know Absolutely, I mean? <clears throat> your neck muscles and the traps and the up, like your your upper back and your shoulders, kind of like holding everything in place. Yeah. It's all under tension when you're that doing that curl, you swing. don't realize that.
0: Yeah, and I'm so like I'm you don't trying realize to be that when you're doing it more until you're deliberate, hurt. right? And and take my time yeah, yeah, and really yeah, think about yeah, it because yeah. I don't want to make it worse. Yeah, yeah. But I did a workout. I was just thinking like I can't do cardio. Right. I'm Got, gonna be in a really something. bad mood right. if I gotta not do stuff for a week. Um, and then I took. Tuesday off, and then today I did chess.
1: Nice. How's the neck now?
0: It's a lot better than it was Monday. Right. You know? If I got to sleep on, like, in a certain way, but it's not
1: like, right.
0: you know, I can turn my head, if I turned it really fast, I'd probably be right back to where I started. Do Dermalon yeah.
1: Dermalone talks Dermalone was talking about, like, uh, somehow the weak link in our training <laughs> involves uh, injuring the same place over and over again.
2: No there there is a <laughs> for I both guess, of you? Yes. yes. Oh. Well. <laughs> I guess
1: because we've trained together for so
2: long and our style of training is heavy and we do, you know, a good amount of reps with the weight, but I don't know what it is. There's is a spot where the neck is yeah. like the, the bottom of the like trap right the scapula inside
1: yeah. in, inside of the shoulder blade like okay. bottom of the trap where the okay. trap attaches there I, I don't know if, the, if that's the rhomboids I don't know if that's what that muscle lower is lumbar ex- yeah. regional R- yeah, rhomboids uh, the, it's, uh, it's south of the trap uh south b- of the b- trap b- in the trap yeah e- <laughs> <laughs> east east or west of the uh, shoulder blade if you're putting your hand behind your back to yeah. like scratch your back yeah well all of a sudden like there right so it's like all of a sudden that muscle pops and then like you can't fucking move your head no nope. <laughs> and it's like it's like it seems like that that muscle alone, is responsible for you being able to like Holding hold your, your head, whole
0: body together. <laughs> well,
1: at least being able to hold your head up. Yeah. So it's like, if all of a sudden, like, because, you know, I got a big dome, but we, we all kind of do right. You have know, you,
0: have you tried to reverse,
1: reverse emotion? engineer the, yeah. the, 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 injury. It's a difficult place is to get. It, like, it, it, start it started, started it as kit? a
2: knot. It started as a knot, and then right. we just left it, right? and we kept
1: training around it, and then eventually it grew into its <laughs> own muscle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's now what I'm it's saying since
0: left your body, and yeah. now it's training on its yeah, own. Yeah, it this might be there. like
1: extra physiology now. Uh, that's just like an extra muscle now that grew out of a, a like knot. Like in Total
0: Recall, it. the dude on the guy's stomach. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I love that
1: guy. Exactly. That's my favorite actor. Right, I feel like that same guy, but he's going to pop out of your neck. Nice. Yeah. So... It's there, and
2: it's just there. It sits there it can until happen. you train It's laying again. dormant. You, you the name sparkles. It's you need laying need name
1: the spot. It, he says the sparkles, right? I know what he's talking about because like it like sends like a fucking... Like a, Tingles? Yeah. Yeah, if you're
2: training traps and you're doing some shrugs, and then all of a sudden you're at a might weird position. might be like position, a pinched nerve or something. you yeah. like, ooh, uh-oh, a couple more. Oh, no. Oh, there it is. Yeah, oh, I got to stop.
1: Right, and I've done it like uh, doing pushdowns. Yeah. Like for triceps, I've done it doing that because once again, like I said, I don't think you realize like how oh, yeah. rigid and tight you're holding everything while you're doing even that simple movement, right? Like a single joint movement, but everything is like under extreme tension that whole time. You know what I mean? And it's like, you're stiff as a board and Ooh. I think that's where yeah. pops. Not yeah, I'm, fun.
0: I'm a little worried about, cause next up is back. Ah. And I'm a little worried about sure. that. Oh, uh, you know, doing like pull downs and everything with the shoulder. What shore. I do, I what I do
1: is like, I... I try to train around things and I, when I'm, when I'm hurt and I know something's not quite right, I just try to ease into it. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, whatever weight you would do on the first set, do half that much and then just see how it feels uh, and then just grab and gradually bump the weight up and like kind of survive that exercise and then apply the same approach to the next exercise. You're going to have to be a little bit more deliberate until I should have been
0: more deliberate because what caused it? was that i did not warm up enough
2: right sure
0: i was in my i'm gonna kick this workout i had no bag yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. the mentality i've been sure, lately sure. and i like jumped right i like didn't even warm up i like jumped right into the first fucking exercise <laughs> and then, like 30 seconds later i was like uh, uh, oh no <laughs> what the fuck did right. I? what the hell was i thinking yeah
2: <laughs> that's like the one dude that just walked into the gym the other day and just put 245 on the bar and just started benching. Yeah, yeah, we were doing a we were
1: doing a uh, training day uh event uh in Brigantine. Actually, it was the what kicked off the uh takeover tour um this past Saturday, right? And started at the gym in Brigantine and uh as as uh Sco obviously knows, right? Like during the summer, all of the gyms at the shore especially break ton of lifeguards in their training, right? Either early in the morning or after their shift right yeah. so like six o'clock at night or in the morning lifeguards are He's always at the gym training. yeah definitely and uh he was a super nice guy you know came in in his in his lifeguard gear before he went you know to do his shift and he uh you know we were bullshitting for a second and gave him some advice and whatever and he literally walked right in and put 245 on the bar and started doing decline like on his first set <laughs> and i was like you know man like you know this guy's in a rush <laughs> you know, i'm a relatively strong dude with an asterisk right i'm a relatively strong dude and uh like I never fucking do that, bro. I put. I mean, even if I'm in a rush, never do that, bro. Like right. I'll I'll warm up thoroughly. Like, you know, I'll do the bar and 135 a couple times or whatever. You know, um, yeah, just walked right in 245. You know, and just like the, you know, and I, I'm not saying 245 like at 600 pounds, but when you're hurts the elbows, when you're <laughs> when you're <laughs> ice when you're ice cold, you know, uh, weight like that, it's substantial. You know what I mean? I was just like, whoa. I mean, I'm giving him props. Like, I'm not, I'm not dissing him. Like, but that's not me, man. No, I'll take my time. And you know, I remember this one dude talking. This one dude uh, um, was like a huge world class bencher, and he uh, warmed up with uh, broomstick. So before the bar,
3: wow. He wow. had
1: a, a set before the bar. It was like a guy who was, I think, like benching 600 pounds. Yeah. And he had a set before the bar. The bar was too heavy you know what i mean but it's like you know um if you really think about like the you know human physiology and all that sort of stuff like i think you can probably make an argument that like we take warming up too seriously and that like just diving right in is one course of action but then at the same time um you know lifting weights can, can be like a really uh sort of belligerent act right and the idea of just like you know, it's like uh, Viola, at least as so your, right. At least yeah. as your body's as far as your body's concerned, not necessarily your mind, but as far as your body's concerned, like you're just like ah, I'm just walking down the street now. All of a sudden, I'm squatting 300 pounds. It's like whoa, yeah. whoa, no. <laughs> you, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a lot. Least, like it's a lot.
0: In the instance where like you have to lift the car off right, a baby, right, right. like your body right is pumping the adrenaline yes. naturally. You yes. can't just you need to yeah, yeah. warm up yeah, 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 yeah. you need to get to the the, yeah, yeah. the blood flowing to yeah, get yeah. to that of level. Of course, of course,
1: of course. You know, yeah. So like baby. So like I uh you're
0: lifting a car off dirt Malone,
1: yes. let's go
2: get this car off this baby.
1: <laughs> Good thing I don't warm up. <laughs> but that's uh Yeah. So yeah, that's uh it, I was that was impressive. That was impressive. Not knocking him, that's, that's a manly man to do such a thing.
2: Yeah, and I think as, you know, time yep. goes on and you train more often, you gotta you gotta warm up. That's how I twirl my ACL. Hey, hurry up, we're about to start, we're gonna start playing basketball. Didn't warm up, boom. Mm-hmm. That the same thing with your injury. You went right into it. Yeah. You have to warm up. Yeah.
1: I mean, but you know, getting the blood getting the blood flowing is always just a good thing in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you feel much more ready. And like, you know, um, the more and more uh you've trained and the more and more mileage there are in your joints and whatnot, you know, there's uh, certainly an argument to be made for for lubing up the joints with some warm up sets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to try the broomstick now. Just, yeah, yeah, just cause yeah. he did it. Yeah, yeah. and then I, the bar? I think it's this dude. I you gotta have to Google him, but I think it's this dude Ted Arcidi. He was like a big bencher, like I want to say in like the '80s, maybe early '90s, and the 45. And he was like you know giant barrel chested dude. I probably was say,
2: sounds like he's got a very yeah small, probably 300
1: pound range dude. You know, look like a grizzly bear, right? But he but the 45 pound bar was. You can't warm up with that What are you A fucking barbarian <laughs> you know, <it's> like <laughs> Easy Started lighter Easy That yeah, guy Exactly Exactly The exactly. bar over here Yep Yep
0: So uh What's up with your training
1: Been doing a lot of uh A lot of uh Basement training Um yeah. In the morning Uh Last night The babies got me up Not once God bless the babies God bless those beautiful little babies Not once though And not Twice but three times last night, those babies got me up. Okay? Ooh.
0: So what was, like, the longest duration of sleep you had? Did you... Did Probably, you...
1: like, three hours, which, you know, it is what it is. Like, yeah. three hours is pretty substantial. But, like, so it was, like, slept three hours, baby got me up, fell asleep for 45 minutes, a baby got me up, hmm. fell asleep for an hour, baby got me up. Hour naps? It's kind of what it looked like. Um, but I still got up to train, did back this morning, so... Nice. Yeah. But you know what? It's because this. Here's basically what it feels like, right? If I get that extra hour of sleep or I don't get that extra hour of sleep, I'm going to be tired either way. Yeah. So I might as well be tired having trained. And
0: having, yep, put it in the bank. That's
1: it. You know, it's like, it's not the difference between me getting 12 hours of sleep in a Swedish spa... Or three. <laughs> right. Or three hours of sleep it's on a park bench. Four or three. Right, right, right. You know, it's like... It's a good way You know, at it. so it's like uh, either way I'm going to be tired. You know, I'm generally pretty much always tired. So if that's the case, then I might as well be tired having trained. I might as well be tired... Uh, having that uh, kickstart to my day with, you know, taking Vice and getting the blood flowing and training and listening to music and all the, those awesome, you know, uh, experiences. I might as well have felt that as opposed to just kind of roll out of bed and yeah. be like, a, the you're going to eat
0: 11 Twinkies and yeah.
1: there's one left. Yeah. yeah, Don't fuck around. That's it. All right.
0: You could have that whole case.
1: That's right. In your pocket. That's right. It's a lot of Twinks. I'm going to roll out of bed and just be a fucking, you know, stiff. You know, it's like I'm going to be if I'm going to be a a tired stiff who just slept to the very last minute and rolled out of bed, um, or be, uh, you know, a dude who's tired but, you know, had the fucking heart to get up and train, I'd much rather be that dude.
2: I'm the guy that's going to wake up, roll out of bed, drive to work, and then try to train during lunch or after work oh for sure for sure for sure i can't like, do the earliness.
0: you can't choose between sleep you
2: don't, don't like want, you if, don't, I, you if i was in your situation then yes i would have to find a figure out a way to do that and you don't like you,
1: the morning workout i hate mornings well, well here's what i'm gonna say I'll Stay up till 4 a.m here's what i'm gonna say though here's what i'm gonna say okay a couple things about it right um i get it uh if i'm in a scenario where it's Easy, easier, convenient for me to train on my lunch break, which it isn't always. Just yes, based on my schedule. Yeah. Secondly, uh, you know, lunch break or whatever, however you define that, midday, right? Mm-hmm. If it's easy to squeeze in the midday workout, then that's one thing, right? And it's often that's preferable because you get to eat a little bit of stuff, right? But I, I really do enjoy that early morning now. I really do enjoy the feeling of that early morning workout and kind of starting yeah. my day with that, um, on a hundred different levels. And then the other thing that sucks, man, like especially if you're getting up early. Um, uh, at least now at this point in my life the nighttime workout is tough mm-hmm. like the idea of like you know like, having
0: something in the tank at the end of the right, day and uh... like
1: right and like uh you know uh, our situation with the babies and whatever you know by the time you get them to bed and everything like you know it could be like nine and it's like man to try to train at nine like uh, you start questioning it after at being that point. after being up since you know say six and yeah. then you're gonna try to train at nine and it's like you know um and then it's like you can't really take a pre-workout right
0: at no nine. that's the thing too i man. mean you yeah.
1: can but like you really gotta tread lightly in that situation and you know because you don't want to be wired at 2 a.m yeah you know and like often like i could get away with it because i would be so exhausted that it would like the work it would give me a kick during my workout but then by the time it was time to go to bed i would just <laughs> collapse anyway yeah, but, I, uh, I try to
0: save like if i feel like oh man i'm gonna be up tonight
1: yeah
0: i'm not gonna be able to go to sleep tonight yeah then I start thinking in terms of like, well what if I get a workout. Right, and, sure. You know? Sure, sure, sure. If I'm gonna if I might be up anyways yeah. or let's say I had to even have like a big cup of coffee at four or something something like that that just might factor in, that's when I start considering. Sure. But otherwise, yeah, I'd rather uh I'm more likely to do it. Like to me, if I do it early in the morning then I'm it's not hanging over my head all day that I gotta get it done. Yeah. And there's less likely something to come up. Right. Like, I have more control over the situation in the morning. Yeah, for sure. Because I could be like, you know what? I'm going to go at 6, and then uh, the subway's broken down for an hour. Sure. Or, you know what I mean? Like, there's, oh, shit, I had to go to the store, right? You know what I mean? Like, something else pops up.
2: That's the worst thing. When you want to train, it's in your mind, and then you can't, something pops up. Yeah. And then... After that fact, you're just on irritable. edge the whole time. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, irritable. Yeah. He, he knows oh me. Oh my They're,
1: god! It's like He, ah, he, he knows. He knows me. He's talking about me right yeah, now. He's yeah. looking at me the whole that's time. He's saying, I'm talking about I was you."
0: And after I hurt my shoulder Monday, I'm like, "Man, I didn't feel good about the orange workout I did," and I'm like, "I can't walk right now." <laughs> tell me, I gotta after I've I like put together a bunch of good weeks. Yeah. Tell me, I'm now gonna have to like take ten days off or something. And I'm, I'm so glad. Well, that's I have to because
2: do that. you're sore, which is.
0: That's well, no, great. that's good. Yeah, no, but with my neck and everything, I'm like, man, if I if I got to do nothing this whole week, all the th- in my head, I'm like, oh, man, I'm gonna take it. It's gonna turn into two weeks. It's gonna turn into three. You right. know, Like, there's like a twenty four hour period where I was like, if I don't feel better when I wake up tomorrow, i to be really fucking pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, it worked out, so I think I'll be all right. I'm a little, like I said, I'm a little worried about back.
1: Right. Yeah, like I said, you just gotta you, take it easy. Tre- yeah, tread lightly and just warm up thoroughly. And yeah. anything where you feel it aggravating, you can't do that. Like anything that you feel like right. it might be aggravating or is awkward, you can't do. You just got to have to find something else. You know, and, you know, you can work around it. Just stretch it. Just stretch, stretch legs that back. again.
2: Exactly. Four days a week. Exactly. Train legs again, dude. I was in a, my parents' house and in the backyard they built a shed, and there's all this old school weightlifting equipment. And what's hanging up is a calendar. My dad would track his workouts every single day for all 12 months. And it's so funny because it said, like, you know, back and chest. And then there's, like, leg. And he did a lot of legs. Like, I think he trained legs three times a week somehow. But you're just looking at it, and it's in, like, you know, thick Sharpie marker, arms and back. And then every single day was like that, filling up one of those squares on the calendar. And then there were instances where it said, injured or like off <laughs> but then like you know where you would, life and where workouts. you would normally have like you know the sexy firefighter man photographed it was all like photos of arnold wow and franco and all those dudes wow it's it still there i gotta bring it in
1: bro dude shout out to kendrick pulson shout out to kendrick wow but, that's fucking badass you yeah said, what about the equipment the equipment's still there equipment's
2: all old school we got like a pull-down machine uh, we got, like, you know how the is bench is that where is Pudge where...
1: trains, or is this is this just... A... It's just there. Wow. But
2: we've we've trained there, uh, you know, a bunch of times, a handful of times. If we're going to go to the gym, we're going to go to the gym. Does your if... dad still use it? Yeah, he still goes in there. Wow. Like, he's like, I'm going to go train, okay? That's fucking amazing. Puts on his drawstring uh, sweatpants. Nice. He goes dope. in there with his V-neck wow. white shirt, white wow.
1: tee. I thought I loved your pops before. I only <laughs> haven't met him a couple of times, so now I'm like, oh, he's the fucking man.
2: He used to be big. He used to be a jacked man. Dude, you, uh, you showed me the pictures, dude. That's a legit legit physique, man. Yeah. He, he was jacked. But I got to bring that calendar in because it's just wow. it's something to look at.
1: Man. Like, see that? Like, I'm a, like such a nostalgic weirdo. Like, that would be priceless to me. Like, that is an amazing thing. You better, like, oh, yeah. that's you better not let somebody throw that out or have no. a yard sale and it disappears. And like that's dope. No, it's there. Wow, I'm gonna hold that's on awesome. I'm gonna hold on to it. When... See, he laid the foundation for you. Yeah, he did. He did. You know, through example.
2: It's, this is true. And then there's also, um, my uncle was a powerlifter, and he's like five three. He's a short guy. But he's a fucking ox. Yeah. And he was featured in a powerlifting magazine back in, like, you know, the 80s. Wow. So there's that article clipped out. And then my older brother, Pudge, as we call him, um, he did a bodybuilding show in 2007 at, like, a local high school.
1: And he's a good lifter. Yeah. And your,
2: your younger brother, Casey, is a good lifter, c Teddy Yeah. My younger brother, C-Titty, is fucking, well, a well-nourished man. <laughs> suckling from the teat suckling from the teat of the mother wolf uh, <laughs> he's just uh, he gets a lot of sleep he eats you know everything in sight and he's he's got it made god bless
1: him god bless him but uh sweet, yeah sweet gig you come Thunder from runs a, into family. you come from a lifting family this is true that's fucking because I'm totally the fucking oddball like my dad was a hard ass yeah but beyond like that like but not like the hard ass who would be fucking like lifting in the garage or yeah. anything like like, I, I'm totally the oddball when it comes to training. Somehow I got, I don't know, yeah, it's, struck it's, by the lightning bolt. It's always different. But it's pretty dope that you come from a tradition of it. So I think it's awesome.
2: And what's cool is, like, sometimes me and my two brothers will train together, which is always, like, a big ego thing. But
1: What about Kendrick, though? Not the two, the three of you and Kendrick?
2: No, Kendrick won't. He will not lift with us. Why? Because he likes to do his own thing. Mm. I respect that
1: individualist. You know how it
2: is with, like, you know, families, your dad, your brothers, and you're just like, it's too much chaos because you're already, you know, right.
1: intertwined through blood. And it's like, you, you just. guys need to go out of your way. You need to go out of your way to get Kendrick involved in the workout. Yeah. Hey, come on. You guys would be fun. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Kendrick. There should be, it's like, so a true.
0: competition you can enter as a family yeah. and compete as a team.
1: Yeah. You could do that. You all wear, like, the matching sweatsuits, yeah. like mm-hmm. royal tenon bombs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the fabulous Rougeau <Rujo> brothers. Yeah. <laughs>
2: We'll yeah. just get on. Uh, what's that Steve Harvey show? Fuck the fuck. You have the to be waylifting. way
0: more specific. You know, it's like fourteen <laughs> Steve shows. Steve Harvey
2: show. The what the hell is it? That's
1: uh, a game show. Whatever.
0: Steve Harvey's had a had a recent faux pas.
1: Why? Well, well, of several. Yeah, he's like many faux pas. Faux pas. Like I'm not like huge. I was never like huge into the kings of comedy, but I do respect them, and I do realize that they're funny. Oh, yeah. And brilliant in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, like Dio, Bernie Mac. And Dio Hughley was, yeah. is awesome. Yeah. He's an yeah. awesome guy, super smart guy. Uh, Bernie Mac was hilarious. Yeah. Um, Cedric the Entertainer is, and, you Rest know, it's like soul. just catching these guys in the right spots, and they're uh, so And they're all, guys like, guys
0: really, really smart businessmen. Yes, very much so. And shrewd. Yeah, yeah. And know how to market themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they get a radio show, and they tell somebody from Flint to go drink their dirty water, <sighs> which is what? Oh. Bernie, well, not Bernie, uh. Who
3: you Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey yeah. recently said...
0: No. That's his... Did you know, he say that? Yeah. Oh. Enjoy uh, your dirty water. Something like oh, that.
2: Taking that, shots like that?
0: Yeah, because somebody called up and was like, what's your problem, man? Something. And he said, uh, go drink your dirty oh, water.
1: Something about... yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, That's... Yeah, but you I hear know, this like, a lot. I hear there's like, I, there's like thing after thing. Like, wait, when you hear people are just assholes behind the scenes. And like, I hear, like, yeah. I've heard a few things about Steve Harvey just like not being good to the people, like, work on the show with him and stuff. Like, tells people to not make eye contact yeah, with him. Yeah, no, and he stuff had, like, that, that really?
0: supposedly uh, was in his contract oh, not God. to. That's disgusting. You can't make eye Come contact Come on, oh, dude, here's, fam. So here's the worst version of that I've yeah, ever heard. Yeah, yeah,
1: fucking, pre- if, you know, you you're pr- the point. Prince of Wales. So another. Get uh, to that point where you can make calls.
0: Imagine this, dude. Imagine this you want to talk about like how to get a a prison sentence for beating someone to death Mm. another person who won't let anyone make eye contact with them is marilyn manson i work with a lot of guys who did like rock and roll shows Mm -hmm. rock and roll hall of fame shows and stuff like that and he spits on people randomly who walk by him he thinks it's like a punk thing i mean i guess it is like a punk thing but that's his like normal Behavior. I
3: don't
2: know. Because
0: punk is like, punk is literally like dudes on stage will like take a shit and throw it at people in the crowd and the crowd like loves it. So,
1: all like, right. That's so, like, like the hardcore, so, hardcore okay. punk So, you're shows, talking like, 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 uh, like an anti-establishment, like sex pistols kind of thing?
0: That's in a show, the genre of punk, like the most hardcore, yeah. like in Seattle in 1991 yeah. or yeah. like in, right, right. you know, in Ireland or whatever, yeah, like yeah. crazy punk bands like that, like legitimate. I'm not yeah, talking yeah. like, you know, you go to an- yeah, right open mic or whatever yeah, the show fuck. like they signed big spectacle it was all about a mosh pit and yeah, sure, sure, fuck sure. The, flipping a cop car and fucking right right, right. Sure. literally there'd be dudes like a guy told me he's like so i'm at this show and then i realized he was playing i'm like why did i wear a white t-shirt because he knew that shit was about to be thrown at the oh. crowd. now but that is one thing Marilyn manson literally like somebody's like unloading sandbags from like the film truck And Marilyn Manson sees them, like, walking by as they're, like, setting up the stage and, like, spits out of his dressing room on them. (laughs) And it's, like, supposed to be okay.
2: Sorry, buddy, I wasn't looking at you. I was looking, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Like, I was going to, like, work a
0: gig once. And somebody's, like, and just so you know, like, that might come up. And I was, like, well, then I'm not working. Like, I'm not, A, that should not be cool. Like that shouldn't be no. like a thing that everyone's like, Well, it's Marilyn Manson, so oh, we've been like, the rules. And B, I'm not I'm not putting myself in the because su- if that happens. Yeah. Someone's dying. Oh, <laughs>
2: it's like the same thing with like God, an actor or actress where they, they've done this rodeo so many times where they kinda assess their own yeah. rules.
0: Yeah. No, were you like, where you're big enough where you could man. get away with it. Oh, but yeah. see,
1: like that's the thing, like, all right, so you're big enough that you can technically get away with it, right? Mm. But so what? Like, Well, it just shows who you are. It shows that you have no fucking no character. No character at all. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. fucked up. You're just a despicable human being who happens to be good enough at something that the rules of decency don't apply to you. Pretty much. Uh, oh. make me fucking sick, man.
0: Yeah, so Marilyn Manson, up there from a scumbag he
2: wow. is. Isn't this the same guy that took out his ribs so he can schnirsch sh- sh- on his snippet? I don't know if that's true. <laughs> or is that just a rumor? That's, that? that's like one of those... You that's
0: know what, one of those, It should like,
1: be
2: true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just Let's deem it true. Let's rule that true. See,
1: but it sucks because, like, I, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I always, like, kind of had, like, I never really liked his music, but I kind of, like, dug all, like, the anti-establishment aspects of, like, yeah. counterculture well, aspects that's like of, like, the Maryland punk that, I,
0: I do remember him in, like, an interview, and they're like, he's like, you know who I am? Last night I dumped $200,000 worth of cocaine on a table in front of strangers. That's who I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like I remember you remember you remember Arno listening to Marilyn Manson like in uh, yes. like it uh, feels like it's the Marilyn Manson demo and we
0: were only like driving two miles yeah. and thank god
1: <laughs> because <laughs> he was like blaring Manson because, the the like, time I
0: just got, like, he, he didn't even notice it was outside of like his world view right. that it might be alarming to the passenger in his car to hear the song time for cake and sodomy <laughs>
1: <laughs> like those are the lyrics time Pretty for sure cake those were and the sodomy. only
0: lyrics repeated over and over again angrily probably probably the first
1: time I was in his car all right so we have to give a little backstory on who we're talking about We're talking about our friend Arna who was one of the smartest people I've ever met fair absolutely absolutely one of the smartest people I've ever met one of the few men of honor and integrity like bulletproof honor and integrity yep. that I've ever I've ever come across genuinely good guy genuinely good guy uh like a of Nordic descent a good 6'6 six, six on a bad day six foot six. Nordic right a good yeah, six 6'6 and, and, and no
0: one could match his like wit or yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. intelligent right. humor and at one point like would probably probably was like 6'6 six, six, 260 in good shape right Jesus yeah. dunking and, right yeah. dunking on people didn't really bloom as an athlete though until he was like 22 23 years old he was like an awkward awkward kid, kid. Yeah, he was an yeah. awkward surfer kid Um and didn't like bloom as an athlete to like his early twenties. But was was the type too like who was like a couple years older than me, so they thought he always had like the the big brother uh right to like uh lecture me. (laughs) And uh so like he would like uh uh you know, like I was a point where I was like, you know, so intent on getting big, getting strong, right? And he would like he was at this point he's like six six two sixty and he'd be like, Oh dude, what do you want to do that for? (laughs) <laughs> like looking down on it yeah. and almost like acting as if he couldn't he couldn't help but be jacked like oh dude it's like it's, it's so this, much it's this burden it's why so would hard. you want to do that what's wrong with people who want to do that while he's walking around like you know thor
2: kick him right in the fucking yeah. shin yeah
1: exactly he deserved no better but yeah he was an awesome awesome guy awesome guy and it was like uh we were like as into hip hop as we were he was into like Tool and Radiohead and, like, Marilyn Manson and all those groups before. Like, I had never heard of those groups he was yeah, listening
0: to. Yeah, he them. was. He was ahead of the curve with a yeah. lot of that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, cake and me.
1: Time for cake and sodomy. As right.
0: I'm getting into, like, his pickup truck to go to a three-on-three tournament in, like, a couple towns over.
1: He always had the pickup. He always had, like, the, um like, Japanese pickup truck. So, like, a Nissan pickup truck, right? Yeah. But then with, like, the cap on the back so right. he could put, like, his kayak in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but,
0: say... I mean, <laughs> when you hear the song cake and sodomy you're thinking what's the back of this truck for
1: yes <laughs> why did I get in this right, truck right yes maybe the back of the truck with the cap is not necessarily <laughs> not, what
0: we, not what you think it for is.
1: outdoor sports yeah and instead for sodomy but
0: we did actually go to a three-on-three tournament well that's that good way.
1: you did make it to the tournament so that's good
0: <laughs> alright so uh, we're gonna leave you with a little intermission here for uh, some G-Code news and we'll be right back with the school. All
2: right, guys, when you get a chance, uh, check out gcodenutrition.com. And if you go into the media tag, G puts up a journal once a week, sometimes twice if you're lucky. And check out his new entry called Willpower. I'm going to leave you with that. And uh, also, we just um, kicked off our takeover tour in Jersey. We went from Brigantine all the way up to Tom's River. uh, Touched a bunch of gyms. Touched a bunch of uh, different retailers. You know, spreading the word about Vice and who we are. Real grassroots shit. And uh, we also run training days. So if you want to check us out, follow us on social media, Instagram, um, Facebook. All those outlets. The next one is coming up at Attila's Gym in Egg Harbor Township. That's Monday, June 26th from 4 to 7. We will be there. So we look forward to seeing you guys, following us, checking out us on the squadcast, and continuing to show love and support to G Code Nutrition and. These nuts? No, G Code Nutrition. All right, that's it.
0: And we are back. Uh, Greg has a look on his face as if I blindsided uh, him. Completely blindsided.
1: This what? is like a new motif of the show. Get
0: the boogers out of your eyes. Greg, Ooh. deepest thought you ever had, go.
1: <laughs> Meaning of life, go. Deepest thought I ever had. Well, do you ever like find yourself thinking about if your uh, like entire existence is merely a dream?
0: I was completely kidding about it. <laughs> right, but yes, there. absolutely.
1: <laughs> you know, the the dream of like a supreme being, perhaps. We're all just actors well, in the dream.
0: It's really weird. I was thinking about that earlier today cuz this TV show I'm fond of, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So, yes. Thought about it all the time. A lot of people now are like, are we in a simulation? Right. That is the 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 musks of the world, right, if you will. Are debating that because Video games are so much more real now than they used to be, right? Right, right, right. And it's becoming so much easier to create something realistic. Right. And cheaper to make something more real. That over time, if all of this holds true, that eventually we'll get to a point where you'd be able to create the most detailed universe artificially. right. Like a video game would be now, magnify that times 300 years of technological progress. Right, right. What would that video game be like? It would be like an entire reality you could immerse yourself right, right. in. The well then, right. And then you go another 300 years. Except
1: you're actually in it.
0: <laughs> you go another 300 right. years and you'd be able to do an infinite number of them simultaneously. Right. And if there's an infinite number of them and then there's R1 reality, well, there's a one in infinity chance. That we're in reality and not in a simulation, right, right, so right. are we in a simulation, and how would you even are know we already there right
1: now yeah. well right and well like there's there's a hundred other layers to it right like the idea of like alternate realms right, right? like um like that there's a doppelganger of each oh, yeah. of ours yeah right
0: well, yeah, there's like the idea of like the multiverse like every time you make a decision right the entire universe split in the, down those two paths. Right, Every right. decision that everyone makes right. is an infinitely unfolding series of universe. Right. But what it comes down to, I think, is it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter what you're trapped in. Right. Okay? Yeah. If I said to you, like, okay, you're... Because v-
1: your reality is just your perception of it?
0: Yeah, All you're right. in a video game right now. All
1: right. How does what anything it, change?
0: Yeah, how does it, anything change no matter what you're in... It's still about you making the most of your life right. as you see it, sure. And, z- and what you value doesn't change, right? Like, did you is your you not love Tara, right? Because you're in a video game, right? Right. right. You know what I mean. Oh yeah. Is of that course. is that any less real, just because of the parameters, you know?
1: The Mandela effect always bugs me out. Mm.
0: Which one's the Mandela effect?
1: It's the one where, like, uh, you know, I forget what year. Nelson Mandela right. died, right? But that, like, uh, there's like a substantial portion of the population who distinctly remembers when Mandela died in prison. Okay, that's like the. Whereas there's a other another huge portion of the population, like me, who remembers Mandela's life after the his Berenstain incarceration. The Berenstain is Berenstein, yes, Berenstein, Berenstein Bears. V- yes. People
0: are convinced yep. that the Berenstain Bears spelled either stain or steam right, or stein right whatever you well want. yeah well that it Spelling one wise. that
1: that like everybody uh, i was always under the impression it was e-i-n right and apparently it's always been a-i-n right And there's a lot of people who are like no no it was never it was i remember it being e-i-n and then like okay so that if it was once e-i-n and now it's a-i-n who changed it and if they didn't change it and people distinctly remember from the same time it being a-i-n and e-i-n where were each of us existing at that time illuminati
2: <laughs> what was that nothing <laughs> <laughs> dude i remember that as E-I-N too
1: yeah i, well, I know. apparently you don't cuz apparently red they never existed or blue? those things are weird though yeah and it's like it's, like
0: i said I, I don't think it matters for the individual it only matters when we're trying to be productive and get things done and right. we need to be able to like agree on things
1: right You know,
0: like if we're at war or if we're this or if we're that, that's when it gets tricky. It's like your skewed worldview and someone else's skewed worldview. Right. If they don't have a common ground, which is kind of like where we're at right now. Everyone lives in their own reality and has their own channel and their own news and their own Facebook group and their own, you know.
1: I find myself in conversations and debates online from time to time where I'm literally stunned by the fact that in these conversations, I have, like, the minority viewpoint. Uh, and I feel like, and, you know, this is let this be as self-righteous as it sounds, right? But that, like, I feel like I'm saying the most reasonable and decent things,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yet I am the outlier.
0: Yeah, people are s- shocked at you.
1: Yeah, appalled. Yeah, you know, and that blows my mind. Blows my mind. I mean, I, and I listen. I you know, that's not, not me to saying that. Not set the
0: I'm, bar too high, but the same thing was said of Christ.
1: Yeah, no, I, you're right, though. You're right. And a lot you of, know? and a lot of people like that. Right, and a lot of, a lot of le- far lesser men like me. But yeah, no, of course. I mean, like
0: Jesus was right. flipping tables yes. over right. in the in the marketplace
1: right at the temple
0: accusing all of the merchants of being corrupt Yep. saying you shouldn't have to build a decadent church to speak with God that you talk to God directly like that is the imagine if that's what his message was. That was still resonating.
1: Bro, I say it to this day, right, that if you just take, like, the historical Christ, right, and, like, you know, take out any of the mysticism of religion in yeah. Christianity, just take, like, the basic, like, tenets of a Christian philosophy, right? And, like, if that dude, <laughs> right, who all of a sudden became a prominent politician today, right? They he'd be shot immediately. Yeah. People would not. He'd people, be there, somewhere
0: between a protester and a terrorist.
1: There are so many Christians who would hate Jesus if Jesus was around these days, like big time.
0: Yeah, he'd be like, "Somebody's hungry. We need to give them food immediately.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who has food to spare? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're all in this together." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's appalling, you know, that uh, someone would think that way. Radical. It's a radical way of thinking. But that's the thing. Like, like um, you know, figures like. Uh, Christ, it's like um, they are were radical, like revolutionaries in their time. Yeah. Again, I think people lose sight of that. You know what I mean? But yeah, like I said, like a lot of times I find myself engaging in conversations, just like coming from like a place of like at least as I see it, rational morality, decency, like with a general understanding of like uh, the common good and what makes the world go round. And like I try to like just apply like basic like tenets of decency to various situations. And often, like, not often, but, yeah, often, you know, I'm, uh, I don't know, I'm in the minority.
0: The power of the majority can really seduce someone
1: into... Or perception of majority, right? Like the majority in a room not necessarily in the world. No, that's what I mean. Like
0: the majority of what they hear. If they hear nine voices saying something, there's a comfort, I think, for a lot of people to say... It doesn't matter if it's really right or wrong at the end of the day. It's just that I know if I support this, I'll be applauded. If I partake in this, it's encouraged. I'm going to get less stress. I'm going to have less conflict. I'm going to have less... Ever, all of the immediately beneficial things right. come to them right, sure. if they go with that. Right, right, right. There, it's There's no heavy lifting involved right. intellectually. There's no moral sacrifice. It's, I'm surra- I'm going to parrot what I hear around me. And over time, you learn, oh, this is what's right. This is what right. everyone wants to hear. So anything that's like out of step with that, it feels like an out of, like it's someone singing off key. Right. And it sticks out. Right. And they're like, no, you're singing, you're singing off key. Right. But you might have the best voice. Right. It might be the most accurate. Right. It just pierces through. Yeah, yeah. It's so disparate from you know. It's so different from the other nine voices they're used to hearing that right. they think, "Dude, why don't you sound like those other nine voices?" That voice makes me uncomfortable. I'm so used to those other voices.
1: I think that part of the um, fact that they believe that they're right, right, well, is 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 because. It is right for them because it potentially helps further their agenda in their own personal lives, right? yeah, so like I think oftentimes like people will build their belief systems based on the belief system of whoever their stand in God is, right in their life. So like at one point it was their mother or father or both, right, and then maybe it becomes their boss or their pastor or whoever is this person of prominence and influence in their life and their community and if they play by their rules and parrot their values and echo their beliefs then it could benefit them monetarily in terms of status etc so that must be right yeah. whether it's right or wrong is irrelevant it's right for them and their own life you know their yeah. own progress their own prosperity you know?
0: Definitely, and I—I th- I mean, there's also like a social cost to pay for speaking out against that. Of course, you know. Of course, so that immediately discourages people from wanting to be different. Of course, in that way. and I
1: and I get it. And, and like, I if, you look, like, if you look, like, you look at, it, and if you look at, it like it, even though it's not how I'm wired. If you look at it practically, I understand.
0: Yeah, li- and also like life is so difficult. I'm sure. And if you have a million people screaming at you like, <laughs> "This is right! This is right! This yeah. is right! This is right!" and you're thinking like fuck, man, life is such a challenge.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already challenging. And right? I
0: got all these people telling me this is right. Like, right. I'm going to go with that, man. Right. My money is on what all these people of are course. saying is the way to of live. Course. Because they're so scared of
1: being wrong. Right. Well, right, because if being wrong or being perceived as being wrong or if going against the grain or against the floor or whatever is considered wrong um, and being wrong in these situations makes it less likely you can feed your family yeah. well fuck like what's more practical a concern than that like so that's the thing like i sit here and i say these things but i don't come at them f- from a place of like uh judgment i'm not making a value judgment i get yeah. it i totally get it
2: yeah you know
1: i totally get it
0: it happens on all sides of the spectrum too. sure
1: of
2: course chase your dreams <laughs>
0: <laughs> what hey. are your dreams Derek? Do you, do you remember your dreams when you wake up?
1: Do you think it's okay to say your dreams out loud?
0: Depends what they are.
1: <laughs> I remember my dreams. I mean,
2: I don't know.
1: I've often. Ahead, Here's a question for you guys. Okay.
2: When you die and people are at your funeral, what will they say about you? Thought provoking. You're at the pearly gates and God says, Why should I let you in? what do you say bro you're
0: making a lot of assumptions there
2: (laughs) (laughs) stop provoking things just like i can't answer that that's heavy what is your dream
1: that's heavy well no like i speaking of dreams like i used to think like that maybe you're not supposed to like like spit it put them out there yeah like the almost that you water them down the more and more people who absorb them, the more like the less potent they become, so you just kind of like like, like I think about it like keeping them inside like almost like they're uh I don't know like fermenting right like yeah. the the longer like a longer alcohol or something ferments the more strong if he comes right yeah. or some something like that right or like uh um it's
0: like opening the cap on a soda gets, right you lose a little fizz. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah and over time more and more and more of the fizz it's goes out and that's flat. You know I mean, so I'm trying to keep the dream. The dreams right. to the soda.
0: Speaking of soda.
1: Trying to keep the dream. Vice is
0: now available on GCOdnutrition.com. 8
1: <laughs> radio. <laughs> trying to keep the, you know what I mean, trying to keep the maximum carbonation of that dream.
2: I like that, though. You know what I'm saying? Comparing your dream to a bottle of soda. Yeah. Don't let out the juice. Nope. The carbonation. That's it. It's flat.
1: Don't let it go flat. You know?
0: I, I, I think a lot of people at my funeral will say, I'm sorry for your loss. So like, that's <laughs> oh, in my experience. God he's gone. In my experience of funerals, <laughs> there's a lot of that, and then uh, it comes down to whichever family survives me.
2: Yeah,
0: which I don't. Uh, that would be a short list based on age right now. My wife is 10 years younger. We don't have kids. My sister's yeah. older. I mean, I always say I'm gonna outlive everyone I ever met. So,
2: so at your funeral would be like. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a, it's would, a. Would you want to?
0: That was on my on my list here okay. to get list? to yeah i got to try to like <laughs> jot down some notes it's an illuminating question that i ask people over the years sometimes like if you could live forever would you right right
1: the, it's like the vampire question right yeah let the right one in right right the original swedish one like the, right. the layer of sadness there is to the um layer of sadness there is to the thought of like l- immortality. immortality yeah
0: yeah and to me like uh to me there's no question in my mind Yes, I would want to live forever. Because that's the same thing to me as asking if I want to wake up tomorrow. Right, sure. There is... Now, granted, if you live forever and no one else gets to live forever, you will have loss, you will love, you will have family members die. Everyone that you care about. Over and over again. Everyone that... Over and over again. Over and over again. But everyone that I care about and everyone that I love is going to die at some point or another, barring a medical breakthrough,
1: sobering, which
0: I think will happen eventually. We're moving. Clo- We're
1: moving in that direction. I think immortality
0: will eventually happen. It's
2: a very deep podcast yeah. today. Right?
0: Well, I mean, you know. Well, he started
1: days. it with, with "What's the deepest thought you ever had?" That yeah, was a sneak I mean, attack on me when he brought us back from the break.
0: I think we've. I think we've bounced around quite a bit, but no, like to me, it's like that's the the tax of living, and you know,
1: you're right, it. It is the same as asking, do you want to wake up tomorrow? Because the argument is then, uh, there's a point where you're like, no, I'm good. I don't want to wake up tomorrow.
0: Right. right. And it's like, to me, like, well, wait, if I could wake up tomorrow, then something amazing can happen right. too. Of course. And I like, uh, not like I go up to people. I'm like, would you live forever? Do you believe in God? You right. know what I mean? But like, you're just over the years, you know, right. topics come up with longtime friends. And I think it's like very insightful. And you get to see, like, what people's sure. just perspective on their limited life is. Yeah, yeah. Using that terrain. Right. So would you live... I mean, I, I kind of, like, gave away the trick that's like the of what same, the question That's reveals, the same
2: thing as asking me if you were born old and you get younger until you become a baby. That's <laughs> the same thing? Nobody wants that.
0: Well, no, I mean, like... Uh, uh, There's a couple, there's a couple like (laughs) follow-up questions I get immediately. Anytime I ask someone this question, like, well, does anyone else get to live forever? And do am I old and I live forever or how old am I? How old am I physically as I'm living forever? Are you just going to become 10,000 years old physically and decrepit? And I'm and I usually say like, no, you're, you're going to be 40 or 35 for 10,000 years. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens to you do you get jaded if you live that long? You know.
1: You see you're going to see and experience a lot.
0: Are you going to just like oh, some t- car accident? Right, right. Car to accident a, on the fucking cares? news. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> is that what
0: God's perspective is? Right,
1: sure.
2: Well nobody wants to get old, but at the same time nobody wants to live forever.
3: I do.
0: No,
2: I want to fucking live forever. You can't. I do.
1: Well, I think like uh there's so much of the world I think there's uh to see. The figurative living forever, right? And the idea of, like, uh, creating a legacy. Creating work. W- not, not saying that it's even possible, right? Yeah. Because, you know, we talk, talking about Christ, and that's 2,000 years ago. But, like, how far back do you go where you can actually name a, a figure? Right. It's not that far. Horus. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. seriously. It's like, how <laughs> yeah. far is it, right? You know, it's like from the Greeks and the Romans. It was like, how far back can you really go where you can name figures, you know? Uh, pharaohs and whatever it's like how far back is it and so like i i I know that there's a finite layer to that concept that's also right like that you're you could write the greatest book ever written and in theory it would live on forever but maybe it wouldn't it would it would run its course eventually, right? Like, have you heard the, the thought that, like, every 40,000 years or whatever, the earth is wiped clean by like a meteor and then they start fresh? Yeah. And like, that there's a good chance that 40,000 years or ago, or there's a good chance that, like, 40,000 years ago, they had the internet and all that shit. And like, me, you know, modern medicine beyond where we are right now, flying cars and all that kind of shit. And then they just, it got wiped clean. <laughs> it got wiped clean yeah. by a meteor and it started fresh.
2: Hashtag ancient aliens. Well,
1: who knows? Well, considering the uh, age of the universe, right.
0: that's almost like inevitable to me. Because right. they say like the thing about like finding it, you know, meeting UFOs, isn't like is there life out there? It's is there life out there right now? Right. At the same time. Right. You know, if like entire civilizations on our planet have been wiped out, right. What happens over like a billion years, on a million different planets? And then the odds that both are at like the same point to communicate with each other at the same time don't matter
2: because right? you'll be still here living. What's the first Live thing? Live the rest of your life.
0: All right, so I'm going to give you a little setting. Go ahead. All right, a ship lands. Oof. In uh, Parsippany, New Jersey. Okay. Dirt Malone's riding his motorbike through the woods.
1: Piscataway (laughs) Parsippany. No, no. I
0: I was just picking. I I was was going to reveal his, (laughs) expose his home address to the uh, obsessed fans (laughs) of the squad cast. Am I coming back and... Go ahead. The alien ship lands. Okay. Okay. Little walkway
2: off the ship. So it lands, it doesn't just set like a beam? It lands like a helicopter lands. Okay.
0: All right. Door opens. Mm Mm-hmm. Ladder comes down, clearly an
2: alien little crazy th- little thing. In the meantime, I'm Snapchatting the whole thing like, yo, what is this? Are you kidding me? Yo, look at this guy. Look at him walking out. Yo, what's your name, man? Hold up. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. so probably accurate. That if is absolutely
0: the fucking truth. I don't know. I think that's exactly what you do. Huh?
2: I'm yo, not look at this. Hold on. Hold on. I got to post it. What's up? What's up? What do you need? Hashtag. No, no, no. I no let me give this not, guy a drink. I'm not that what guy. What you drinking? No. I would just probably be
1: like.
0: I think a lot of people mm. might do something like that. Facebook yeah. Live.
1: No, but well, you like, would try to. You would probably try to document it. Well, like if I if I t- <laughs> take out like social media narcissism from the equation, I would probably just try to document it because I'd be thinking to myself, nobody's gonna fucking believe this. You, you know what?
0: I never. I am terrible at that.
1: Oh, no. Like, no, something is
0: happening. I'm
1: saying I hope I Take would. Take a picture. You're sitting here and asking me in that scenario. Oh, I yeah, yeah, hope yeah. I would no, try right, to right, document right. it because.
3: Right.
0: Dude, like, I don't know what it was, if it was like a subway attack or something in Europe or something, right? But, like, somebody had their camera out, like, in the midst right. of, like, stuff exploding.
1: Might which, have been the Ariana, It might have been the absolutely. Ariana Grande concert. Was it that?
0: It might have been that. I saw that. Yeah.
1: I saw that. Horrible,
0: but it. I mean, like, I saw a couple of videos of that. But one of them was like, I. It might have been that, or it might have been. You know, they all fucking. But you know, it's like it's 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 crazy because like
1: if, if like you take out like this jaded cynicism, like those are journalists. Oh yeah, in that in that moment, right? You know, I mean, like no bullshit. Hire them. Yeah, it's like (laughs) it's no different than you know. Uh, some seasoned journalists if, if you, some person is where news is happening and they're yeah, documenting no, I, I it. Mean, that's I mean, like I saw like the video. Contribu- that's a contribution to society. One
0: of my thoughts after seeing the video is like, remember to do that. Right. Because of how helpful it is. Sure. You know, to the rest of the world.
1: Assuming you're safe. But
0: I know, well, yeah, but see, like right. I know like in that scenario, like I, somebody's like running with their phone yeah, out on yeah, record and yeah, shit yeah. and I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah. dude, I wouldn't even know yeah. I have a phone. Yeah,
2: for sure. <laughs> So if the alien walks out and he's recording you,
0: oh yeah, right. Dude, he's like,
2: dude. No, but dude, seriously, they're not gonna both saying, dude.
0: Yo, <laughs>
2: what's your not, what's, what's you your handle? Exactly, he <laughs> like
0: looks exactly like you. Yeah, they, they, uh, they, they had a movie
2: called The Visitors that was yeah. like uh, was a little weird science fiction movie. But, was rec- was that recent? Yeah, it was like this thing just lands and they figure out ways to communicate Wait, with. It's these. about arrival. Oh yeah, the arrival, the yeah. arrival. I saw it. It was it was very different. And they're just trying to figure Why out ways
0: like th- did we talk about did we talk about we, this on the podcast no i don't think we did no okay they're trying to figure out so.
2: ways to communicate with these extraterrestrials who don't understand language or what the hell we are or anything and it's it's a pretty uh interesting they have you know this lady who knows every language sign language amy adams
0: and, right yes uh,
2: yeah. and it, she's like a speech therapist and all the you know extensive background and the whole movie is just her going in with a team, trying to f- communicate with these. There you go. We need to remake it, the
0: uh, Dirt Malone remix.
2: I'm generally not. I'm
1: that. generally not into those kind of movies, but I do remember seeing the previews of it and thinking that it was compelling and well done. I don't know. Oh did no, you, it was. It
0: was. Uh, I mean, I think it got nominated for like best picture. Did you see it? N- yeah, I did. Okay. I saw it in the theater. Oh wow, it was good. Okay, um, like a beautifully made, right, and interesting right um i wouldn't say it was like you know on the mount rushmore of, of no, classic no. films or anything there's like a that. new
1: Thought i provoke. think Catherine bigelow's got a new film did you see that no you know she's um she's uh zero dark 30 yeah. and the hurt locker right She got a she's got a new film out i, nice. I get excited for her films because those two movies were amazing Yeah. zero both dark them. 30 was one of my favorite movies recently yeah um but uh, yeah, I don't. I, I I was I was assuming one of you guys would know what the film was, but I saw. I thought I saw that she had something coming out soon. I, I got. I don't remember this. I don't remember what the subject matter is. I, I might like. Be, barely, I, might be, I might be able to tip you off, but
0: I barely watch films. Right. It's mostly because they suck.
2: Right. You
0: and like, shows and I and I say that not. Fair enough. I really think that's the case. Right. Like Arrival is a perfect example. It's a good movie. It's good. It's not great. If at all. it came out in like. Eighty nine, it wouldn't look as beautiful, and no one in a million years would fucking think of like nominating that for best picture Oscar. Yeah, like that would win like um not like it's not even on like the level of like the abyss. And, I remember like, the abyss. You know
1: when when uh deep. when uh, <laughs> I, uh I see that oh big pun, big pun over here, big pun. That's why I'm waiting for the pun drop whenever you say. I've seen that movie though. Whenever you see puns, there's going to be a, a new pig, big pun drop. You got to work on that for the soundboard. Yeah, leave
2: your comment. What's What sounds do you want to hear? Soundboard. Let us fill some.
1: Um, what's what's interesting is that Sco just said, it's good. Right. And like one of Tara's greatest pet peeves is when she makes something or I see something and I go, right. yeah, it's good. Yeah. She's like, it's like don't you fucking well tell, tell her me it's her, good. Her shoes look yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, Oh,
0: they're fine. Yeah. It's good.
1: It's good, like that. I might as well say that's the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. Yeah. This is the yeah, most yeah. disgusting thing I've yeah, ever eaten. So no, it's, it's, it's She like. goes, yeah, it's good, it's good, and she does it exactly like that. That's because exactly you that have impression. opinions. Yeah, it's the know. same
0: thing in Miles. mouth. know, if if like, but I'm often not. What I'm
1: do not, you think I'm of these right. shoes? Right, but I'm off. You... I'm not saying like, it, I'm saying it's good. Like it's. You know, solid. It's not that but it's, it's not that it's bad. the best thing ever. It's
0: that when something's incredible yes, you get noticeably excited and you rave, you <laughs> right. know how to express yourself. Right. If my girl asks me which pair of shoes are better, right. at at neither point am I like right. Well those are good and those are terrible. Right. I'm like
1: those
0: those are good. <laughs> <laughs> those yeah, are the shit. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, there's
1: no you know, yeah. If she cooks for me or bakes, and I'm like, yeah, it's good. She's like, fucking furious. Speaking of which, have you eaten anything good? I mean, lately, I'm always anything good I had, well, or anything fucking of good. Streaks, like, man, that was
0: great. I had a taco streak going. How many days? Four, or five. Oof.
1: Legit. Four or was it five. because you made stuff in bulk and then you were no? Oh, okay. So you were so sourcing tacos here. outside. So last week when we ate, it started here. We ate it started lunch. with that. Okay.
0: And then I made tacos. Okay. And then I got tacos from two different places. Wow! All hmm. right. Banging too. Good for you. Four for four.
2: A little taco action. I mean, no, I'll be I honest. Got no if there with was
0: that. one meal I could eat in perpetuity,
1: tacos. It would be
0: tacos. Interesting. That would be my
1: choice. Interesting.
0: Like there isn't even a close second.
1: No, I mean that's a, that's as solid a choice as any. Hard
0: can I only pick one type of shell for all of these meals?
2: You can only pick one specific type of shell like for the rest pasta, of your life.
0: You could have spaghetti or ravioli if you said pasta. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hard or soft?
2: Are you hard was, or soft? I was thinking of Depends around.
0: on the mood. I got like different hot sauce. So- you know, there's like Big 12 pond. different variations. I know.
1: I tried I tried to... You tried to be mature right and water. <laughs> power right through it with, with, mature, with maturity. Yeah, you
0: <laughs> cock hard or soft. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nah, not, now he's offended. We're on cable. We can <laughs> nah, say it. Now he's offended. iTunes is going to fucking shut us down. for We got prodigy on it.
1: Flagged. Um. Yeah, but that's the thing. When you were saying tacos, you know what? I, immediately occurred to me, like, man, he's absolutely right. But then I was thinking, like, yeah, but what about ravioli? I mean. You know, but see, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, right? Like, the thing about tacos is that you can't really have, like, at least on a consistent basis, like, ravioli as part of, like, a healthy bodybuilding lifestyle program.
0: Or, dude, you can't have... I don't care who you are. But you could... My kinda, whole heritage do- right now is screaming yeah, in the yeah. fucking heavens.
1: But you, you can't eat ravioli five nights a no, week. No, no. You can't. But you could have <laughs> But you could have tacos. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could do healthy tacos. Oh no, yeah. And say, that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and the other thing about ravioli... Like, they weren't ravioli, all bad. They the other thing about... In
0: fact, I ran the gamut from Tex-Mex right. to... We had, like, decent, solid diner, right? Like, right. it was it's yeah, good yeah, food, not yeah, yeah. dirty, yeah. to, like, very authentic, and then homemade. Okay. Hmm.
1: I, uh... About ravioli, right? Like, yeah. I, in, I like ravioli and all of its cousins across ethnicities.
0: Fried? Uh, yeah.
1: But, like, ravioli, dumplings. Oh, yeah. Asian, various Asian dumplings. Yes. Gaiosa. Per, pierogies. Kaylee <laughs> yes. makes good. Oh, uh, any make good. like pocketed noodle, yeah, with goods inside. I completely agree. I am all in. I completely agree. That's like my shit. You can't go wrong.
2: What's the what is that considered?
1: I, I guess it's like it's the, broad, the broader the broader dumpling, right? It
0: would have to be like a dumpling,
2: but you wouldn't consider a Dumpioli.
1: So wait a minute. So did did, did 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 Columbus bring noodles back to Italy? Or did Columbus bring noodles? No, to, I, to the Far East.
0: Noodles came from the Far East, east. to Italy. I believe so. Okay, so via the uh, what's the uh, so, Marco Polo's?
1: Right, fucking, right, right. Okay, okay. Right, right, right. So uh, did, we're gonna get this so, so fucking. So wrong. did dumplings? So did dumplings go east to west or west to east? Probably the same, right?
0: I mean, who knows? That could have. Every culture has them, right? When I mean, you think about it, like dough, yeah, bread. Yeah. Putting something in it. Yeah. yeah,
3: you know.
1: Speaking of dough. All right. So uh, the bat signal went out uh, <laughs> to young Bruce Wayne on Sunday, which was Father's Day. Oh, nice. And uh, my brother, Christian Coronado, a squad cast veteran yes. at this point, let me know. Alumnus. Let me know that there was a new gourmet... Uh. Mom and Pop Donut Shop. I think I saw that. Opening. Um, and it was in Silverton, New Jersey, which I believe is on the outskirts of Tom's River. Sounds poor. It was a good half hour each way. And and I did it, my friend. Wow. And what'd I did you do? I did an hour round trip to dozens with a Z, D O Z E N Z donuts uh, in Tom's River slash Silverton. Got a hot dozen. Oof. And uh was it hyped up, they were fucking incredible. What wow. was that? they get my cosign?
0: Oh, okay, I, I think I might have seen them. All kinds of yeah. uh, insanity going on. Yes, yes. What did you?
1: Sienna and I went, just the two of us. It was a two man job. She was my wingman With on that. Briefcases and yes, suits. she was my wingman <laughs> on that one. We drove a half hour each way to dozens, and uh, so basically the impression I got of what they do there, right, is that they just have there's just one kind of dough, and then they top it. Gotcha. Right? But they've, like, perfected the dough. So, like, uh, their donut, their, like, basic donut, and it's more like a cakey donut, so it's a little less like Krispy Kreme where Krispy Kreme just, like, evaporates in your mouth, right? So it's, like, more of a cake-type donut, but it is a pretty fucking perfect cake donut, So then
0: they cover it yes so that, is there anything in the donut no okay so, so there's no just, like jelly about- no, no,
1: it's it's, but I'm sure but there are various toppings so gotcha. I think they can create the jelly effect but instead of being inside it's probably like coated gotcha. Gotcha. so um, we got uh, man we got, now I want a donut we got a dozen and it does, you know, it's not cheap because this is like a fucking Christian Coronado is like, you know, he's a chef. Okay. So yeah. it's like, you know, you're in heady, you're you're traveling food, in heady yeah. circles, right? When you're going like the gourmet donut route, right? I'm probably looking at, I, I would think maybe like a buck fifty a pop for a donut. That ain't cheap for yeah. fried dough, but I gotta say, is well worth it, right? So basically, you know, obviously like any other donut place, you choose the kind you want, but I think they take the same basic plain cake donut and then top it as you see fit. So, I got, like, three of the, I'm gonna get the names wrong, but there was like a Chocolate Supreme or something, mm-hmm. right? And it was like coated with chocolate and then on top of the chocolate it had uh, Cocoa Pebbles. Mm-hmm. Right? And then there was, uh, Sienna wanted the Fruity one, so it was like coated with vanilla and then Fruity Pebbles. And then there was S'mores ones, so mm-hmm. they were like I think it was like chocolate and vanilla with graham cracker, mm. and then their Oreo ones, which were vanilla or cookies and cream or whatever they called them with, which was like a vanilla icing, but then with Oreos mashed up on top, like oh. liberally coated in in Oreo dust. They I'm, starting, were I'm starting to
0: notice a squadcast trend. <laughs> we end on food. We end on food. We end yeah. like oh, this for sure. is the podcast to listen to.
1: Yeah.
0: Like. An hour and a half before a meal. Yeah, 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 oh, not
1: for sure. before the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not before the gym, I'm
0: go we always to we always Chipotle. get there. And <laughs> I got
1: three, and I got three just plain glazed, and they were incredible as well. And that's how that's the real test, right? Yeah. The real, like, because you know, basically, you can take a pretty mediocre donut, and if you like, cover it in Oreos, cover yeah. it in Oreos, and inject it with a Reese's cup, <laughs> and it's like, you know, how well, bad is it going to be? But like, they're just like they're straight glazed. Woof, the truth. Mm. So shouts to that dude. I believe his name was Chad. I think Chad is the owner of Dozens Donuts, young dude, young yeah. entrepreneur, chasing his dream, definitely trains with weights. So I think, I believe he's a weightsman, right? Um, but making delicious baked delicacies we is, need his protein. Dr- is his dream. We need pro- they nuts. have protein donuts. Wow. Yeah, protein donuts on the menu. I didn't buy it. it was protein so, donuts? Wow. Is there like wow. oatmeal on it? I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I didn't I didn't, I didn't. get within 100 yards of them because it was Sunday and we, I was just going in. But protein donuts are on the menu. Wow. So that's one more reason to go My there. My brain
0: right now is like not sure is that what health, to do. Is then? that health food?
1: I see you guys like, I got
0: to go. <laughs> or is it the healthy ver- version of junk food, which is better than junk
1: oh, food? Oh, for sure. I think that's probably exactly what it is. Um, but I, I didn't. I did not partake, so I can't say for sure. I can't co-sign the protein donut, other than the concept, which I think is awesome. So shouts to them for executing the protein donut and thinking that that's a good idea because I think it's a good idea too. And they had some kind of like crazy cold brew tea. Like I mean, mm-hmm. a cold brew coffee that was like on tap. Yeah. Ooh. Almost like I haven't seen this before. You probably have because you're a fancy city slicker. Yeah. from from astoria but it was like i want to say it was like there was like nitrous in it or something right it was like some kind of nitro coffee right. so like when the kid handed it to me i'm like like i was like yeah i'll just do a black cold brew 16 ouncer and he hands it to me and i'm like yo fam what the fuck do you put in my coffee <laughs> <laughs> the poor kid is like the high school asian kid and i'm like grabbing him by his neck and i'm like yo fam what would you put in my coffee And he's like no no it's just from the nitrous and it'll It'll turn black. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Because it looked like it was like full of cream because it was like blasted at like high speeds out of some like sophisticated Mm -hmm. machine. So yeah, I don't even know what that technology looks like, but, uh, but it was really good, like a really good iced coffee.
0: I had eggs in a place that they make in an espresso machine. An espresso? They literally, if you had like, if you had whisked eggs Mm -hmm. and put it in a cup. And put it in the espresso nozzle.
1: I don't even know what to think right now. And what is it? What? What? It, what? Like it comes consistency? Out, does it come out? It
0: comes out like to me in the perfect, very mildly creamy version of scrambled
1: eggs. Wow, mm. interesting.
0: Like to me, scrambled eggs should have a little bit. Now, when I grew up, like my, my grandfather would put a little bit of milk. Me
1: too. Me too. In with the eggs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, yep. cream, even whatever the hell. Yeah, it would. Add, it, like, it would have a little bit of that, and it stuff. has that kind of result.
1: Wow, interesting. interesting.
0: I would never have thought that in a million years.
1: We're. All, I know we're. We're almost done here. We're about to wrap up. Der Malone, tell me something about food. What'd you eat? Tell me something good you ate. Don't tell me about a salad either, fam. No, 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 Beets. Don't tell me about your beets.
2: I, I went to two extremes. Um. Okay. I like extreme for my. Uh, buddy's girlfriend's birthday. We went to this place called 90 acres and it's a fancy fucking place. Like I'm talking, we left and we dropped 300 bills and it was one of those where it's like, they bring out a flight of food Mm -hmm. and you can't even pronounce some of the stuff, but the taste the taste and the textures are just so crazy. It's like you're eating a piece of art and I had, I don't even know what it is. Some, some type of ravioli, uh, there was like poached egg and duck and all this crazy shit. Mm. And Comfie? you leave there and it's like, yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ. This Were you is...
1: full when you left? Um.
2: Well, he knew the kid that worked there. Okay. So when desserts came out, we had Zeppelis. Mm. We had like a, uh, a little mm. mini white cake, like a sugar pound cake. We had all Kill this me. shit, ice cream Kill with me. fucking melted chocolates and chocolate chips and all Eat these up. things.
1: That's not on your program. It's not. Speaking of Zeppeli, right? Like that's another thing. Like I like every single form of that, <laughs> right? So like the don the donut, right? And then like all of its like fried cousins, fried right? Like when I was a kid, like my mom would make a homemade pizza, and then uh she would the, the leftover dough, she would pan fry and put sugar on it on top, and it was she called it pizza frit, like fried pizza, yeah, 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 yeah. and that's all it was, but. It, it, but then it's like somebody else, is like, oh yeah, yeah blah, blah blah, that's Zeppoli. Or that, there's another, there's another Italian dessert that's the same, that's the same as Zeppoli. I can't remember what it is, but it's something like pan-fried dough and sugar or whatever. But like, there's various versions, yeah. incarnations of it. But yeah, my so mom called good. it pizza free. And it's so fucking good. It's basically a donut, but I like all the donuts and donut cousins. Dude, donuts
2: are amazing. We are just. I would hate
0: us so much. If I, was, I hate us because I'm here, hearing it in person. Yep. But just to hear this on a podcast,
1: i drooling. Fetishizing food. You That's
0: do not do. want pizza or donuts right now. <laughs> you don't. You want a nice beet salad, <laughs> like, like Dirt Malone.
1: Beet salad, yes, can, of tu- can of tuna. Maybe you get Pistachios. really crazy.
0: Have a grapefruit.
1: Can of tuna. Mm-hmm, right. Chunk the chunk light. Which is like the sixty nine cent cane. in water, no Shep. mayo, yep. skipper, skid man, maybe, maybe a, a chunk light, a uh, gram
0: of paprika.
1: Tara, so like I would send Tara text like in instances where she didn't cook and I didn't cook, and I just brought tuna with me, and I'd send her a hashtag tuna life text. <laughs> tuna life, and it cuts deep, but at the same time, she'd be like, "Oh, you'll be fine," and uh, like it get to the point where like I can open a can of tuna and like with a beverage, mm-hmm. like. Three to four, three shovels of tuna, with a big spoon, and then like the scrape, the last lift. scrape to get the rest out. Schmag, yeah. yeah, I can eat that jerk in probably four, oh, four yeah. spoonfuls and just choke it down. But that's a, it's a horrible way to live. Put some hot sauce Keep on the
0: it. Tuna eating contest.
1: You put some mustard in it. Mustard. Yeah, miss the Mister Mustard. Yeah, the rugged masculine mustard. That's some good shit, right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. That yeah, is. That's like a dollar forty nine at your local supermarket. Mustard. Get yeah. Get you some Mr. M- it's already called Mr. Mustard, so it's already a go. masculine mustard. But that was like the mustard that my my uh, my pops always bought. It's like it, that definitely puts hair in your nuts. It's a man's mustard. That is I a man's mustard. I must have manstead. been in
2: some mustard.
1: You must have. You must have grew up on it too.
2: So you you <laughs> nice. put mustard on all of your uh, doughy ravioli? No, no, uh, no. Crazy. Because I you you,
1: you can you listen. You, oh, well, no, not for example, you either, either put the mustard on the good. You put the mustard on like a like on a um, a brat. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Mustard on a brat. Stop. Ham. Right. Brat. Yeah. Right. Hot dog. Whatever. But then, but then for sure it can be used as a masking agent to cover up some shit you don't want to eat like like they're chunk like the, tuna. Depeche. Yeah, it's
0: Too much podcast. We're giving them too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, cut them short. Too generous.
0: Too generous. It's a, too sexy. I
2: don't know,
1: too sexy. So,
2: so just, just remember why you were born. Um, uh, what's going on in life? Do we even exist? Uh, food and uh Is got a together. robot alien? <laughs> 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 on it doesn't matter.
0: Like it's Facebook and live and eats stones.
2: We touched a lot of places. We went to a lot of places today.
0: A lot. And there's so much more to explore next week on The Squadcast.
3: Squad. Peace. Peace.